politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. Public confidence in the court is crucial. I am honored to accept the president's nomination in part because I know it means so much to so many people. It means a lot to me. Guidelines called for 10 years. Prosecutor wanted at least two. You gave him three months. And the first argument you made was that the federal guidelines that punished child porn offenders, the ones that Congress wrote, were, and I'm quoting you now, are in many ways outdated. Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson facing all manner of pointed questions from Senate Republicans, including Missouri's Josh Howley, who accuses her of being soft on crime. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and as it often does during battles over Supreme Court nominees, the Senate Judiciary Committee has been ground zero for high-stakes political theater. Like those nominated in the past by both Republican and Democratic presidents, she's had a sterling academic and professional career. But unlike the 115 Supreme Court justices who have served on the high court, she's a black woman. No other black woman has been this close to becoming a Supreme Court justice. She has also been a trial judge, something most nominees have not. That led Republicans like Howley and South Carolina Senator Lindsey Graham to zero in on what they consider sentences that were too light in cases involving possession of child pornography. Senator, with respect to the computer, one of the most effective deterrence is one that I imposed in every case and that judges across the country impose in every case, which is substantial, substantial supervision. Any of these defendants... You think it is a bigger deterrent to take somebody who's on a computer looking at sexual images of children in the most disgusting way is to supervise their computer habits versus putting them in jail? No, Senator, I didn't say versus. That's exactly what you said. I think the best way to deter people from getting on a computer and viewing thousands and hundreds and over time, maybe millions, the population as a whole, of children being exploited and abused every time somebody clicks on is to put their ass in jail not supervise their computer usage. Democrats criticized Graham for often interrupting Jackson during her testimony. She was exhaustively questioned over a period of two days, discussing her judicial philosophy and issues that often come up during these hearings, including Roe versus Wade on abortion. She says she considers it settled law, a similar response to those nominated by former President Trump, Justices Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. It will be worthy of respect in the sense that it is the precedent, and um, I commit to treating it as I would any other precedent. Jackson was also pressed on an issue that she says doesn't come up during her legal work from the bench, critical race theory, which Texas Republican Ted Cruz focused on during one line of questioning. Jackson acknowledged she serves on the board of the Georgetown Day School, and Cruz then pulled out several books that he says are linked to the school. It is filled and overflowing with critical race theory. That, that among the, do- the books that are either assigned or recommended, they include a book called Anti-Racist Baby uh, by I- Ibram Kendi. And there are portions of this book that, that, that I find really quite remarkable. One portion of the book says babies are taught 
to be racist or anti-racist, there is no neutrality. While many of these moments in the hearings received widespread attention and derision from Democrats, there was also a very different moment that touched on the historic nature of Jackson's nomination. I'm telling you right now, I'm not letting anybody in the Senate steal my joy. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker, one of three black U.S. senators, didn't shy away from the issue of race and what Jackson's nomination means to him. He spoke directly to Jackson, noting that a black woman who he didn't know approached him while he was on a run this week. And this woman comes up on me, practically tackles me, an African-American woman, and the look on her eyes, she just wanted to touch me, because I think, because I'm sitting so close to you, who and tell me what it meant to her to watch you sitting where you're sitting. As the Democratic lawmaker spoke, Jackson quietly wiped away tears. You got here how every black woman in America who's gotten anywhere has done. By being, <laughs> like Ginger Rogers said, I did everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards in heels. In a bipartisan moment, Booker referred to South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, the only black Republican senator. I love my brother Tim Scott. We could write a dissertation on our disagreements. He gave the best speech on race. I wish I could have given as good of a speech. But talking to the challenges and indignities that are still faced. And you're here. Booker ended on an optimistic note. You are my harbinger of hope. This country is getting better and better and better. And when that final vote happens and you ascend onto the, onto the highest court in the land, I'm going to rejoice. And I'm going to tell you right now, the greatest country in the world, the United States of America, will be better because of you. The Senate plans to vote on Jackson's confirmation before Easter. It's likely to be one of the closest in the history of the Senate and the Supreme Court. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill.